you join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's Into Your Head, number 612 for Wednesday. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the themes with topics, although I'm afraid to bring up any now. As on the previous episode before last, uh, last Friday, I believe, I mentioned Neil Armstrong and urinating in space and then two days later the poor man died uh, unexpectedly or at least I wasn't aware that he was going to die uh, was news to me uh, so if you heard me on Friday talking about Neil Armstrong uh, everything I said anything I said about him now doesn't count anymore because he's dead he no longer exists I don't remember what I said about him uh, I listened back to it about half an hour ago I still don't remember I believe I said something about him uh, going to the moon and something about how the urinate oh yes it goes something about people asking him how you urinating space uh, well if you're going uh, on foot of that show if you were planning on going up to Neil Armstrong and asking how you urinate in space I'm afraid it's too late now unless you got to him before Sunday morning uh, in which case you may well have asked him uh, how do you urinate in your hospital bed I don't know uh, if he did I think that's in very bad taste I don't even know whether he was in hospital I think he probably was that's where people usually go to be sick uh, if you're out drinking at night in a pub you want to go somewhere to be sick you usually just go to a toilet or into a dark corridor in an alleyway uh, but if you're not drinking and you're dying and you need to go somewhere to be sick it's usually a hospital or somewhere like that some sort of institution that deals with uh, dying and uh, to, oh non-dying uh, some of these hospitals they're into uh, preventing deaths you go in there and say I'm dying uh, if you have a proactive doctor he'll say you are not dying oh, not on my watch anyway and then you ask them what time does your watch finish at and you'll say well I work 9 to 5 30 uh, well have some, they'll be don't worry there'll be somewhere here, someone here to watch you at night too although admittedly it'll probably just be a nurse and an emergency doctor uh, like the emergency holographic doctor on uh, Star Trek Voyager I saw him on something else recently uh, what did I see him on I'm sure I saw him on something I think it was on the oh yes it was on the 4400 which I just finished recently uh, was he an incomplete ending if you don't mind me saying so uh, they said oh uh, they implied that there was going to be another season but there wasn't there was no more seasons uh, they had uh, they had the spring of the 4400 then they had the summer of the 4400 then they had the autumn of the 4400 then they had the winter of the 4400 and that was the excuse they used they said oh uh, there's only four seasons in existence we're a television station a cable television network you can barely afford to make this crap and there's no more seasons left so how the hell do you expect us to make any more until uh, the powers that be institute a new season which I think we're going to need to anyway uh, it's coming up to the end of the summer now and it's been pissing rain for the last three months here uh, barely being able to mow the lawn before it starts raining down on my head again and the weeds start growing uh, but no anyway uh, Neil Armstrong uh, may he rest in peace uh, unless some fucking Egypt does that thing 
thing they usually do with these people and pumps them out into space. Uh, don't, for Christ's sake, whatever you do when I die, uh, don't go pumping me out into space or drop, uh, dropping me on Mars or uh, spraying me on some satellite or something. Uh, some satellite that's going to be destroyed in 50 years' time. Uh, no, no, uh, bury me in the ground like a fucking human being. Uh, I'm not Gene Roddenberry or Neil Armstrong. Uh, these people need to learn how to spell his first name correctly. Uh, my name's Neil too and nobody knows how to spell. How do you spell my name? Uh, let me know. Uh, have a guess. Uh, it's, a, it's the first word in each description of every show for at least the last 200 episodes. Uh, it's also part of my Twitter and Facebook names uh, but nobody gets it right. Uh, they'll send you an email to uh, that has so oh, they'll say uh, Dear Neil N-I-E-A-L-E-L-L-L-A-A-L-L-L-L-L-L and then they'll direct it at my uh, email address which has Neil in it or something although admittedly it doesn't anymore uh, but that's not the point uh, if, if you think that's the point then I can tell you you're uh, sadly mistaken uh, you're well maybe you're not sad about it but you should be if you have any understanding of the situation uh, which clearly you don't so I suppose there's something to be say, said something to be said for being stupid and ignorant because you don't get to get sad about oh it could work the other way as well if you're so stupid that when something goes happens you think it's bad then that could work against you so i suppose it all balances out in the end i assume it does anyway uh, but that's not an assumption based on ignorance it's a it's an informed assumption assumption based on having talked about this for the last 40 seconds or so while uh, discussing it on my podcast uh, so uh, so perf- perfectly reasonable anyway hello and welcome to the show you're listening to into your head Hosted by Neil, Ireland's version of the Octomom. Except he's a dude. And has cats. Absolutely fantastic. I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking, oh, uh, was all that really necessary? Uh, five minutes. In fact, if I'm uh, being accurate, five minutes and 31 seconds uh, about Neil Armstrong's death and the effects on the urination uh, question posed about him last week. It wasn't really about him at all. I just happened to mention him. Uh, well, it's to answer your question that he didn't ask. No, it's not necessary. For just because something is ne- isn't necessary, that doesn't mean you don't... You can't do it or don't have to do it or shouldn't do it. Uh, there's more to life than uh, whether something is necessary. It's not necessary to breathe either. Uh, go ahead and stop breathing. See how that works out for you uh, without a space suit. I can tell you if it wasn't for Neil Armstrong you wouldn't have any space suits at all. I don't even have any space suits at the moment. I don't even have a, own a business suit uh, at the moment. I don't think I ever have now. Although I did for a while yes. I only wore it once. Uh, there's no reason to in this day and age, in the age of freedom and non-slavery for people to be owning business suits uh, if you're going to a place where they make you wear a suit, uh, then you might as well be going to prison and wearing one of those cool uh, prison suits with the arrows on it or the stripes or something like that uh, these, that looks cool, looks like you're in a movie about a prisoner uh, I can just tell everyone, oh I wasn't convicted of anything but I asked to be, uh, I paid to go into prison on an undercover basis to 
study for an upcoming film role and I asked her, oh, I asked her, what you call it? Uh, the cogs, what are they called? The wags? No, uh, the prison guards. I forget what the slag is for them. Uh, anyway, you ask them not to tell anyone that you're not a real convict. Uh, then you got beaten up in jail. It was great practice. Robert De Niro used to do that. He'd go into prison and he joined the prison boxing uh, thing uh, just for protection. This was before he was even going to do that film about being a boxer. He decided, oh, uh, I'm studying for a possible role in the film as a prisoner, so I'll go and be a prisoner for a while. Uh, but while I'm in there, I'll join the Prison Boxing Association so I can learn how to defend myself just in case it gets out of hand. And that's how he ended up uh, becoming uh, boxing abilityed. Uh, equipped with enough boxing ability to star in that fine movie that he was in about a boxer. I forget what it was called. What the fuck was it called? It was called Something Something. Uh, hold on a minute. Robert De Niro boxing movie search. Uh, well, Raging Bull, that's what. I knew it was something in something. Uh, Raging Bull uh, with Robert De Niro, Joe Petsky, uh, Kathy Moriarty and someone, uh, someone else. A destructive boxer's journey through life. Uh, something, 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 uh, something, something. There's a trailer for it. Uh, not to be confused with, well, not to be confused with anything. Uh, that's why it has a, that's why it has its own word. It's called a trailer uh, for what's okay to confuse it with other stuff to just call it a thing and then it wouldn't matter what it was uh, in fact that could save a lot of space a lot of these things when you're talking about them it doesn't really matter what they are so you, you could just use a generic word just call it a thing uh, for example let's say uh, I'm uh, talk, telling a story about uh, going down to the shop I'll say I'll go down the shop I walk down the aisle that was full of things there was things on the left of me things on the right things in the middle there's no need for me to have words for each individual thing or category of thing that's wasteful he can have too many words you know the whole point of language is uniformity so we can have the same words for things uh, and make it as easy to learn as possible so we can learn our languages uh, learn how to speak and get the fuck out of school by the time we're nine years of age uh, which would be fine with me because my wife teaches uh, younger children and I'm fine with if they leave school by 10 or 11 uh, I won't put her out of work uh, so as long as they uh, keep that anyway suffice to say uh, I know what you're thinking there I just can't remember what I said you were thinking now but whatever it was that's what her, that's what it was anyway on with the show Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big steaming dollops of monkey nuts, uh, ground uh, monkey nut paste, obviously, because monkey nuts themselves as things couldn't appear in dollops. Uh, but when you grind these things down and change their form type, uh, you can make different things. Uh, you could never. Uh, they're doing the same with peas now and all of these uh, fancy smancy cookery programs. Oh, you get these for every now and then. You'll get some fella come on, Master Chef, and he'll say, Oh, I'm doing peas, the new 
new way, you know, the new chemical way, uh, where you grind them down into a paste and then you make new uh, ball-shaped items, the shape of a pea, uh, but I've changed the consistency of them. It's basically turned uh, pea puree into uh, little pea-shaped items for some reason, and it's all, oh, it's all considered very scientific. There's scientific methods behind it, and you get out a freaking pipette and a, a syringe, and you'll syringe out the new, the newly formed artificial pea made from uh, pea puree. Absolutely fucking ridiculous, if you ask me. But no, you could do the same with monkey nuts if you put your mind to it. You get a monkey nut. You probably need something stronger than whatever you make pea puree in. You need something that can chop through an un, uh, a monkey nut and grind it down. Uh, you probably remove the shell first. Uh, do something else with the shell. Make a side industry from the the shells that you remove, because that's how industry works. You get a, oh, you could get byproducts out of things if you get a cow and you make sausages out of it. Uh, you don't just throw the head in the bin. No, no, you sell sell the head on to someone else who make uh, dog food out of it, and you sell the feet on to someone else who make shoes out of it. Uh, I like those uh, Dutch shoes they have in Dutch. Uh, in Dutch land, uh, they have shoes uh, called moccasins, and they're basically made out of wood. Uh, you hollow out a bit of wood, and you put them on under your shoe, over your main shoes for weather protection. Uh, you could probably make those. Uh, oh, maybe you couldn't, because you make a uh, cow's hooves into one of them you probably couldn't because it's not wood for one thing and it's more biodegradable than you'd want your clothing to be uh, you don't want biodegradable clothing uh, it's not uh, well you don't want it to biodegrade while you're uh, wearing it I suppose what I'm saying you don't want flesh uh, animal flesh uh, constituting your clothes because that's going to rot and people will say oh that fella's feet are very smelly and no matter how much you try to defend yourself by saying oh that's not my smell that's the smell of the cow's feet that were used to make my shoes so it's not my fault oh they'll still uh, they'll still look funny at you for the rest of your life they'll never look at you the same way uh, they'll say oh that fella's a weirdo that's, a, that's what happens nowadays if you do anything out of the ordinary people think oh that fella's a weirdo he's not normal you're not allowed to be not normal anymore everyone has to be exactly average you have to find out what's the mean level of everything and be that uh, average or mean whatever it's called uh, and we'll be careful there because to know too much about these mathematical terms is considered abnormal too uh, so you have to you have to watch it there don't uh, be careful what vibes you give out about how much knowledge or understanding you have of the world the world around you because uh, people will say oh that fella knows stuff he's abnormal he's a weirdo he needs a good kick up the arse uh, he needs a wedgie that's what they'll say that's what happened to Robert De Niro in prison uh, people saw him looking around observing everything because uh, he's a fellow who takes his job seriously or he used to anyway he doesn't anymore uh, he, if he stars in complete crap now for the last 15 years everything Robert De Niro has been in has been pretty much oh look at me uh, I'm in a thing doing a thing and it's a comedy uh, and I'll just sit here I'll either take drugs uh, like in that Quentin Tarantino thing or else it'll be a family movie and I'll just sit here being Robert De Niro and people will say oh look there's Robert 
Robert De Niro doing his bog standard uh, Robert De Niro face that he uh, developed in the 70s but which uh, as as if he's had uh, whatever the acting metaphorical equivalent to Botox is he's had that injected into his uh, acting personality uh, so his face doesn't move anymore he just keeps that face on and says here's my face do whatever you want with this just uh, take a photograph of me sitting here doing this face and stretch it out I filled up a couple of scenes with that I'll just go home I'll just go home to my millions of dollars uh, I'll go home to my millions of dollars my eight cats uh, does Robert De Niro have cats I wonder there's a question uh, it's not a, a question I'm very much interested in but I have a responsibility as a broadcaster if I happen to mention a question in passing uh, have a, I have an obligation to look into it for further so here we go does Robert De Niro the Nero have eight cats question mark uh, let's see uh, awakenings Wikipedia uh, Robert De Niro and the rest of the patients were awakened after decades of catatonia. Uh, uh, and then the second option is Raging Bull. I uh, know it doesn't appear to have any connection with cats at all. Uh, that's, a, that's a shame. There's someone saying, does Robert De Niro look like Bono from U2 in age makeup? Uh, I don't know. Very little mention of cats uh, in association with Robert De Niro there. So I'm thinking, so I assume say now that it's safe to say that Robert De Niro, uh, if he has cats, he's not known for it. He's known for other stuff. He's managed to keep it quiet. Uh, he's managed to not draw too much attention to his uh, cat population, which is also fine. You don't have to, you're allowed to quietly own cats, you know. You don't have to tell the whole fucking world about it. Uh, although some of us choose to do. Uh, see into your head.com uh, category blog uh, for my Matchstick Cats web comics, uh, which I rerun dozens of lately. Uh, anyway, on with the show. chopped or into your head. Do you need to buy new glasses? Do you want to help your favorite podcast but can't afford to? Well, now you can do both. Goggles for You is the online destination for prescription eyeglasses and sunglasses of all varieties. Save while shopping for single vision, bifocals, progressives, and photochromic lenses, whatever they are. Use their virtual try-on feature to try over 3,000 frames online, including designer frames. The 360-degree viewer will help you in making the right selection of frame every time. Because let's face it, you're pretty vain, aren't you? Goggles for You offers worldwide shipping and 24/7 customer service. And the best thing, when you shop at Goggles for You using Neil's big green blurry advert at intoyourhead.com/offers, into your head get a generous commission and it doesn't cost you a penny extra. So next time you need glasses, visit intoyourhead.com/offers. Click on the big green blurry Goggles for You ad and start shopping. Ah, hello, it's me again. Welcome to the second part of today's show. Uh, well, as I say the second part, I mean the part after the main commercial break. Uh, the break in uh, non-commerciality, which is now over. The break in non-commerciality is now over, and we're back to a non-commercial part of the show. In other words, the content. This is the content. Uh, this is the main uh, meat of the show. Uh, if this was a... Oh, if this was a bit of... A bit of chicken. Uh, the piece you've just heard would be 
the bones because uh, while you don't eat it it's still an important part of the chicken and it keeps the chicken in business uh, you can't grow a chicken without bones in it uh, whether you eat them or not uh, besides which you can always give the bones to the cats to play with uh, you don't uh, don't be starting growing boneless chickens because if you start growing boneless chickens uh, then what's going to happen then is that the chickens will come out less and less uh, they won't be making three half hour chickens a week then I can tell you no no they'll go back to the old days uh, when they had to have a full time job and they made the chickens oh they made the chickens on the occasional day when they had a day off and when they weren't too tired from four hours of commuting a day to record a chicken uh, I'll tell you there were much shorter chickens in those days as well uh, half the time I was drunk while I was making the chickens uh, so no no uh, don't be writing off chicken bones uh, they're an integral part of the chicken's development and there's been no chicken on your plate if they didn't have bones uh, so let that be a lesson to us all including myself uh, not ashamed to say I've learned something from what I've just been talking about uh, absolutely fantastic yeah you spend your whole life learning life is a life is a big long learning exercise you go out the door and the first thing you do is you learn you say go oh, uh, the world is still there the world seems to be as well as far as I can see anyway I can see as far as the horizon unless it's foggy in which case you think oh I wonder is the world still there and if you have any if you have any tiny sense of human curiosity you'll go and look into it you'll think oh I wonder is the world still there uh, I think I'll go out further into the world and investigate because I'd like to know uh, unless you're one of these jaded people nowadays who thinks oh it's foggy I can't tell whether the world is still there or not I'll just go back indoors and watch television uh, recorded television of course so I'll have no sense of whether the world is still there uh, you could be just watching stuff that was made months ago uh, or watching reruns uh, no no have a bit of fucking curiosity about the world will you there's no point in just sitting there going oh the world I've seen it all before I've been looking at the world for the last 36 years uh, no interest whatsoever uh, get your fucking shit together uh, don't be jaded uh, stop being jaded I uh, know you can't just switch off jadedness but at least fucking try you lazy cunts uh, and while you're there uh, go to intoyourhead.com and click on my Amazon links and buy something on Amazon. Buy some maps or something. Uh, you can buy them through Amazon.com or Amazon.ca or Amazon.co.uk. Uh, it all helps the show. And if you're in a different Amazon region, incidentally, and you want me to set up uh, your Amazon region as a link, uh, then let me know, please. Studio at intoyourhead.com. I don't know where half of you people are, uh, but I suspect soon I may need to set up an Amazon.fr or wherever the French thing is. Uh, I guess there's a lot of French people listening to this. I've uh, been led to believe by the emails from French. I've had French people email me saying I'm listening to this. Uh, I usually email back and say why. And at that point they usually say Parsco, Ilia, un oh something, 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 something in French and I don't understand it. I did study French for two years. Uh, or for five years rather in secondary school I just didn't learn anything as far as I was concerned I might as well have been learning chemistry for all I cared about French uh, well at least the chemistry they did the true English so I could understand what the fellow was saying uh, just didn't bother memorising it anyway suffice to say hello do you like reruns? of course you do 
Reruns are the modern-day equivalent to new things. Anyway, Into Your Head Radio now has a dedicated reruns feed. Every week, there's a fresh selection of old shows handpicked from throughout Into Your Head Radio's six-year history. And it's free! To subscribe to the new reruns feed, just visit IntoYourHead.com slash archive. The Duck Egg Devolution Debacle. Oh no, De-Evolution Debacle. Is that the same thing? No, I don't think it is. Because uh, the Scottish and the Welsh talk about devolution when they're talking about gaining back some of their political and parliamentary independence. Uh, so no, in this instance, we're not talking about devolution. We're talking about de-evolution. Uh, so this article is called The Duck Egg Devolution Devolution Debacle. Ah, feck. Uh, and it was previously published on one of my various websites and written by me. Uh, I've noticed that recently my fingernails have been becoming longer and longer. I assume it's because I'm grow- evolving in some way or other and that part of this process involves growing a shell. Frankly, this couldn't have come at a better time because house prices here in Ireland, at time of writing several years ago, are soaring and I can't get a decent apartment on my salary. I suppose I could grow a house if I really needed to. Uh, but it's so, so stressful waiting for the seeds to germinate and wondering whether it's going to be a boy house or a girl. Oh, that's fucking stupid. A girl's house. Uh, not that it matters, uh, but you really need to know where the main entrance is going to be if the house is going to line up with your garden path properly. That's rather vulgar. I don't remember this being as vulgar as this. I remember writing that, uh, but I don't remember... Uh, I don't think I realised there was a vulgar meaning in that. Anyway, anyway, the reason why all this came up is that I was in Dublin Zoo a few weeks ago at time of writing and I noticed that some of the staff who worked in the primate section uh, at time of visit a few weeks prior to time of writing had de-evolved into monkeys. Not only that, it became apparent after a few minutes of exploring that one of the giraffes had mated with a monkey and there was a fellow with a really long neck walking around busily trying to evolve so he could reintegrate himself into modern society. Now, stop me if I'm being judgmental, but I think any monkey who couldn't be bothered to evolve with the rest of us a couple of million years ago does not deserve to get any respect or bananas from anyone. It's a judgment call and I'm making it at time of writing. When I was about six years old, at time of writing, minus uh, 24 years or so, I'd say, I asked Santa Claus to give me a monkey for Christmas. My parents called Santa and made sure he had received a letter which I had sent from Telex from my bedroom the previous evening. Now that's bullshit. Uh, Now, I don't mean to be ungrateful but what I received on Christmas Day was not the cute little black furry creature that I had expected. It was a tall yellow duck with an orange beak and for some reason a striped t-shirt which was sewn onto its torso. Duck Egg, such was the name that I gave him, fell apart after a couple of years. They don't make stuffed toy ducks like they used to. Uh, His head started to become separated from his body at the back within a few weeks of purchase, and it wasn't long before my bedroom floor became strewn with lost stuffing. I think that's a dramatic exaggeration that I made when I was authoring this. Uh, But it did happen that his duck, his head became separated from his body. Anyway, although technically it wasn't... Uh, lost because I knew where it was. It was right there on the floor. Anywho, for some reason, Duckhead had two legs and two arms. 
And this confused me immensely as a child. What was I supposed to think? That ducks have arms and stand upright? Well, I suppose they do stand upright. But I'm pretty sure ducks aren't supposed to have arms. It's just not the done thing. Then I realised. It became mind-bogglingly obvious to me. The toy companies were conspiring to hasten the evolution of children so that they would demand more sophisticated and challenging toys from Santa Claus. They were doing this by making incorrectly limbed toys high ducks which would force the children to use every ounce of brain power that they had to try to figure out what the hell was going on. This would cause their brains to grow and that was exactly the type of evolution that the toy manufacturers wanted. So that's what happened. But I'm sure you're wondering where did it all end? Well I don't know. I really can't be bothered today at time of writing. I should have just wrote something about cats because that's so much easier. But no, I had to pick an unbeaten path as you usual and discuss a topic about which there exists very little solid research to rely on. I probably told myself something about needing to exercise my mind or some such crap. You know, when I was in school we used to be told to take our pencil for a walk, meaning draw a never-ending line and keep drawing until the page was covered in shapes. We were then given some pencils and told to colour the shapes with the crayons. You could always tell when the teacher had a hangover and wanted an easy day. And that's pretty much what I'm going to do now. Here's your crayons, knock yourself out. Just try not to eat them because I'm not completely sure that they aren't toxic. And besides, you shouldn't ruin your appetite between between meals. If you must, have a piece of fruit or serving of vegetables instead. I always find that the rest of this article is a load of crap. So we'll stay, we'll leave it there, we'll draw a line under that and we'll mark it used on episode 612 of Into Your Head. Uh, we'll leave it at that and that's almost enough, that's almost a show done now. I read some stuff from the me of the past when I used to be able to write uh, and then I uh, stuff and stuff and things. Uh, anyway, on with the end of the show. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in today's programme, email us at studio at intoyourhead.com Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Sit, Frosty. Sit. Good cat.